A blank page holds infinite possibilities. It stirs our passions and is a space to become. Papier takes all the wonder and potential of a blank page and creates premium quality stationery, journals, notebooks, planners, and more. Each product is crafted with thoughtful details and gorgeous hand-drawn designs. Each page is as special as the thoughts you put in them. Best of all, their products can be personalized for free, to be uniquely yours, or to make an unforgettable gift for someone in your life. Papier's high-quality notebooks are a beautiful place to keep your notes, ideas, and memories. And with their undated planners, you can organize and track life at your own pace. Make each day noteworthy for yourself or someone you love with Papier. Visit papier.com for 10% off your first order. That's 10% off at papier.com. Are you passionate about making a positive impact on a child's life? Then listen to this. Alpha Best Education, a national after-school program provider, is searching for site coordinators and group leaders in your area. At Alpha Best, enjoy career growth, no weekend work, part-time benefits, and deep tuition discounts for team members. Apply now with a quick three-minute application. Just go to alphabest.org slash careers. That's alphabest.org slash careers. Make a difference. Join Alpha Best Education. Doesn't sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit-chat. It sounds like you actually have something to say. Well, well, why don't we have these conversations? What the hell am I doing here? Now, now, now. Started. It started, yeah. but we have now. Because <laughs> I used to do that thing as well, where I go, hello and welcome to the episode. Yes. And I didn't know what We're to here. say. After. Yeah, and I wouldn't know what to say. It just felt awkward. Yeah. But what, what, what I was going to start with saying is about your podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, essentially, what's upset you now? I've been that's on it. it. I've been on it. You, you were excellent on it. Thank you, mate. That, that, that's, all, that's all I'm going to say. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I was looking for. <laughs> Great. You can go home now, Paul. <laughs> what, imagine that. You just got me in here to go. Yeah, you were very good. <laughs> That's it for this weekend. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, no. So essentially, those who don't know, probably people do know, but it's, it's 50, you have a guest on yep. and people moan for 15 minutes. Exactly that. Just think about the thing that piss them off. Yeah, it's basically like Room 101. Yeah, yeah. But without the kind of... But we're on a podcast. On a, exactly that, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we do two episodes a week. One where it's just me and Sean. Yeah. And then one where we have a guest and yeah. they're 15 minutes long, which has turned out to be a stroke of genius because... People obviously listen to so many podcasts yeah. already. What was the reasoning behind the 15 minutes to start with? I th- laziness. Yeah, yeah. I think, honestly. You've made it like it's a real art. Like yeah, I know. Real, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, I really thought about it. Really, Sean yeah. will tell you differently. <laughs> but I think, basically, that's that was the reason. Um, and so, yeah, they're 15 minutes long. So people who are already listening to sort of four or five podcasts go, like, oh, I already listened to enough. Yeah. Oh, it's only 15 minutes. Perfect for a commute. Yeah. You know, yeah. school run or whatever. It's yeah. kind of... Also, you've got the leave and wanting more thing. Exactly. It's genius. And then what's happened is we started a Patreon because people are like, oh, we wish these were longer. And it's like, yeah. you want more? There you go. You've got to get your hand it in is, your pocket. It is actually genius. Well, you say, moaning, yeah. you love moaning. I do. Yeah, I do. I sort of think, I used to think I liked moaning until I started uh, doing it with Sean. And then I realised I'm not, I don't moan as much. Oh, you don't moan as much? Was that the idea? You're two quite grumpy people, though. Yeah, 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 exactly. And we're good old friends. We've sort of known each other. We speak on the phone a lot. Yeah. And then it was just kind of, yeah. So he'd be just moaning about something that pissed him off. And then he said, we should, this should be a podcast. Because it is good. Because I think, 
when you asked me to come on, yeah, I was like, fucking yes. Like, I can't wait. You know People, I, mean? I, I know. Yeah. Everyone's always like, you go, oh, have you got three things? You've got three things. Yeah. You're going to need longer <laughs> than 15 minutes, mate. That's it. That's it. I could do it. I could do it. Every day, yeah, yeah. I think. I, today, there's a lot to be pissed off about. You know my one today. This is quite, this is quite sort of like London based, but yeah. you know, people know what the ULES charges, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Ultra oh, I emissions. didn't know what it was. Yeah. Well, go on. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I had to pay it this morning because I went somewhere yesterday, right? Yeah. And when you go and pay it, you have to go on the on the website to pay it. Yeah. Right. So they do this thing where they go on the website, add to bag. Yes. Like you're like, and it's like, like you're buying something off yeah, Amazon. Like, yeah, like you're gonna continue browsing. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, oh, I might have some people congestion like the charge. ULES charge. Also, like. <laughs> <laughs> the congestion like, yeah, well, What else yeah. can I have? But then it comes to like 30 quid. 30 quid I had to pay this morning. Well, I didn't know about it. I don't live in London. I live in Winchester. Yeah. And uh, I had driven in to do a gig. And uh, so two nights I was at the comedy store. And I would quite often drive in if there's like a late show. So I drive back. Free to park at the back of the Savoy. Yeah. Got the free parking in most major cities down to a fine art. Now. Right. And... Um, yeah, so I've done Thursday and a Friday there, and then a couple of weeks later, just got a letter through saying 80 quid fine That's... for this thing. I'd never heard of. Yeah. I opened it up, it's like the ULEZ, I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of, um, I contested it. I said, look, I've never heard of this. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> actually, I'm so petty. I went to a tribunal, <laughs> and they. Pre- this is the thing, bearing in mind this is a sort of ecological drive and they're trying to save the planet, they sent out this pack where I said, oh, I'd never heard about it, they sent this pack out which was saying there was billboard adverts, this whole kind of, like, case of evidence. Oh, going, yeah. like, we were on radio, we were on TV, and I'm like, yes, fine. In London? Yeah, yeah. I don't live in London. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I did, it wasn't on, you know, the local yeah. news down where I am. Well, There's no billboard. Like, like, oh, you must have seen it. No, I don't, I mean, what do you mean? like? So then the guy in the tribunal actually said, like, oh, I believe you, but still, this is, there's, this is not... There's no criteria saying that that is a, a reason to not... Fucking piss take. And even like yesterday when I had to pay it, I was driving... 160 quid. I had to drive through... I was like, It was like an elephant and castle, which, you know, I'm not saying... It's not the greatest area. It's not like you're paying, you go, well, that was money well spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. That was a lovely moment driving through there. I got paid to drive through this. <laughs> like, it was like... I was like fuming about it. Do you know what I mean? The worst thing that ever happened to me with... Uh, like driving fines. I got three parking tickets for parking in a bay outside. Have I told you this before? No. Parking in a bay outside of my house that I've actually got a permit for. Right. Right. I've gone away for the weekend. I came back and there's three parking tickets in my winter. I initially thought it was a mate has got some joke. Yeah. You get those joke parking tickets. Yeah. Oh, someone's winding me up and I get close. No, really. Tickets. And I'm, what's obviously happened, when I've got out of the car for the last time, I've shut the door. The sort of wind caused by me doing this has made a pay and display ticket flip over and it's landed on the corner of the permit, which is on my sort of dashboard. It's blocked about, you can still see the details. <laughs> it just blocked about an inch at the corner. You can still see the date registration. Yeah. Anyone reasonable would have gone, oh, that's a valid permit. Yeah. People are not reasonable, they're arseholes. Yeah. I've obviously got a right jobs worth coming along going, oh, that's technically obscured. Ticket, three days, three tickets, 190 quid, ah. right? I thought, I'm not having this, I'm appealing. <laughs> are you, are you, you sound like, are you, uh, oh, mate, you're a big appeal. I'll appeal. Oh, I'll, I'll always appeal. appeal. I'll moan and just leave it. I phoned but... up, I said, you listen here. I said, I've been given three parking tickets <laughs> for parking in a bay outside of my house that I've actually got a permit. I said, this is disgusting. I want this white now. He said, Mr. McCaffrey, <laughs> calm down. You're that guy. Said, I must tell you quite clearly at the beginning of this call, it's, I say quite clearly on the terms and conditions of that permit, it needs to be clearly displayed displayed at all times. You have failed to do this, the ticket stand. I said, it's 190 quid, mate. 
Can you just be reasonable? He said, listen, all of those tickets should have been charged at £70. The first one has only been charged at 50 I think I think you've actually done rather well there. <laughs> Lucky me. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's incredible. <laughs> Stick me on the mailing list. I hate to miss out on any other special offers. What have you got on next month? Two for one flight in fines for sticking r- rubbish in your own dustbin. He said, don't be sarcastic, Mr McCaffrey. I said, all right, how's this? You're an idiot. You're a moron. He said, don't you speak to me like that. I said, well, I was going to call you a cunt, so I think you've actually done rather well there. <laughs> so, but, what, so you get worked up, do you? <laughs> I will appeal. Yeah, no, I will. If I think, I tell you what, I am getting annoyed by. I keep forgetting to do the delay repay because I get the trains and this. But, but a couple yeah. of times recently, when it's yeah. been two hours late, and if you if you're over like an hour and a half, you get the full yeah uh, money back, and I keep forgetting yeah to sort of follow. Oh, you go, oh bloody hell, that's annoying. See, if it's like, like, like admin, I just it's like it's like my worst nightmare. Like if I've got like renew car insurance. I can't, I can't, it's like part oh, no, of my brain. Jump it up. But it's just, I just can't like be in the hold. Have you got Sky? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So have yeah. you ever, so someone goes, oh, because I'm like, I'm paying 65 quid. And they go, oh, you should just phone them. I'd say you're not ha- happy with how much you're charging. Yeah. So I phoned up and said, oh, you know, I've got uh, Sky package, Sky cinema, sports, whatever. And then I'm not really happy with what I'm paying. And he's like, how much are you paying? And I said, 65. And he goes, 48. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, why don't you just charge me that in the <laughs> yeah. first place? <laughs> just picking numbers this out. This is some sort of secret <laughs> like, thing where you can phone up and go, oh, I'm not happy with what I'm paying. And go, all right, well, how about this price then? <laughs> yeah, right. Pick a number, yeah. Yeah. That is mental. Yeah, so. See, I'm, see that's the thing. I'm not, I'm just like, I got, my, my brother borrowed my car recently. He did pay the ULES. Right. But I still got fined for it. So I've got to ring up. I have got to appeal that, and I? But I just can't be, it's like... I had it once where I couldn't get on the website, so I screen-grabbed it saying that there was a problem and then sent that over and they did let that sort of go. See, that's, yeah. Dart, I've spoken about this on my podcast, but the Dart chart. Oh, that's a bad We've got one. to remember to pay it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm obviously not going to yeah. remember, am I? Yeah, I did that recently as well. Sort of, fuck it, it's a memory test yeah. that I've failed. I don't even know like... when I'm going through it either. It's not like it's like a massive... You just you don't know it's happening, do you? It used to just be like a thing. Now it's just it's just a road. They should if they if you can't pay for it there and then they shouldn't yeah. be allowed to charge for it. No. That's my feeling on it. No. Like the uh, you know at least the seven bridge. I didn't realise that you know that that was only there while they were paying off the cost of building the bridge. Right. So it's not you don't have to pay to go over it anymore. You've been to Cardiff recently. No. Yeah. Interesting fact about uh, <laughs> the charging on the so educational. Podcast, yeah, exactly. If you're not laughing, you learn. <laughs> but what, so what did you say? Like, have you? Do you have to come up like every week, every week, and just think of something to moan about? Or is it just it's not, na- it's not difficult? Yeah, that's me. It's like you know, I've just come back from Dubai, for yeah. example. So something annoyed me over there. So I was queuing up and then um, queuing up to get food, and the woman went, "Oh, sorry, I've just got a question." It's like, well, you've got a queue for questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Just because? Yeah. Because you've because it's not fo- a food order, you think that you can cut the queue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah that's that's annoying. I, I I had a real thing when they first introduced like automatic. Banking and the supermarkets. I'm not going to use them. I'd prefer to deal with a person. Yeah, yeah. Which I still do in the bank. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, deal with a human being. Yeah, and they, they sort of do that thing, didn't they? And when you, you, know, you ring up uh, something, and they'll sort of, it's quite a sort of passive. Just let you know, all the information is on the website. As if to go, I'm not going to oh, go. Yeah, I'm just, oh, like, just letting you know. Do you know? Was, <laughs> do you know? Yes, I know. 
you can now do this. Yes, I know that. I'm calling you. But the thing, yeah, exactly. I'm calling you because you've done something wrong, and that's why you want me to go through the website because you don't want to have to answer to someone. Yeah. All all the information is on the website. Oh, it's fucking not. That's why I'm calling you. The worst one is when you're on the phone and it's just sort of like you're holding and it's like, would you like blah 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 blah, and then you get sort of so far and then it goes, it kicks you out. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can't get to where you need to go. I need to speak to someone because you are fucking me around <laughs> and I need someone I need someone to answer to this and you know it's like I want to get to the person and then I want to speak to the manager yeah, you yeah, know? it's yeah. sort of like how many it's like the big boss in a computer game it's like yeah. you've got to get this yeah. I was saying before about how much I love Mona. So I feel like we're really bonding, right? <laughs> I think that's like a it's like a British thing, isn't it? Of like it you bond, not like you don't talk about things you both enjoy. No, talk about things you both hate or things you. Piss yeah, yeah, off. yeah. Oh, I like. You know when you know you you get on with someone when you can you you can take the piss out of someone with that person. Yes. You know what I mean, like someone's got some wanky trainers on or something. Can you put, oh, and you, you look at me going, I'm such a huge <laughs> one, by the way. That really is. And if you, I could, I'll, I'm like, oh man, oh, this person seems all right. And then I look down and go, nah. The shoe's done up too tight. Yeah. Not, we were talking uh, last week with Lloyd uh, about Lonsdale slip-on oh, man. trainers. The karate right? shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, you know, if you, like, when you work with someone, you, just work, you have work clothes, like uniforms. So you, don't really, you don't really know what that person is like. Yeah. So let's go for a drink. You don't know. Then you see them in their real clothes, like a, mufty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, we can't be friends. Start seeing a teacher out of, <laughs> out of school. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, in an Iron Maiden yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. Or it's like, right. teachers used to do this, do this thing on mufty day where they're like, I'll join in on this. Yeah, And they yeah, come yeah. in with some shit trainers on. <laughs> hey, I'm just like you guys. And no, you, no, you're not. You're not one of us. Because like, politicians do it as well, don't they? They'll do like a... You'll get like a politician, they'll be like... Tony Blair and his yeah. band. Oh, yeah. Or they'll go to like a youth centre. And do like a do a reggae dance. Watch me do a reggae you dance. Actually, sound like one of them. <laughs> you know, they'll go out somewhere snazzy like a youth centre and do a bit of reggae dance. That's exactly what but they yeah. do, though. Do do a limbo. Yeah, a, yeah. They'll like you if you do a limbo. They'll think you're one of them. Yeah, no, they won't. It's impossible to dance. I like reggae. I'm quite a big reggae yeah. fan, but it is impossible to dance <laughs> in public without looking like an absolute prick. So. <laughs> It's true. Um, it is true. It's a very difficult genre to dance. <laughs> I have to give it a go. Yeah. Well, we better get to the good stuff. Okay. Right. That was not the good stuff. That was not. That was the slightly insulted. That was the. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Paul. Enough. Enough just, of this. Now let's get to some. Good... What you said this last night. <laughs> like talk about like, stand up when you do, when you go on stage and then the MC comes on after you and start has to warm the room back up. Oh, wow. <laughs> that happened to me last night. Do you know what I mean? You're like, that's insulting. And you're like, I actually thought I'd done all right. Like, I quite often say that, like if I do a bit, a bit of crowd work where something funny happens, I go, anyway, enough fun. Let's get back to my set. <laughs> Um, it was that though. Like he kept going. Just I'll just after you've been on. Yeah, I'll just bring you straight on. Everyone else, I'll bring you straight on. I finished. He had to go. Oh, I better. Better okay, read read read. minutes here. <laughs> Let me sort this just mess get out. This, yeah, <laughs> get this back to an acceptable level. <laughs> that's exactly what happened last night. I felt terrible. Right. What's the worst thing that's happened to you on holiday? Right. Okay. I tell you what. So, I mean, I assume that you went on a few lads' holidays as yep. a young man. Yeah. I get really sort of emotional when I watch that in between us film to go like. Ah, oh, that was uh, a yeah. chapter of my life that will never happen again. So Tenerife was our first. Tenerife Raff. Ten Bob Reef. That was, yeah. uh, you it's know. Come, it's come up on a podcast before, but I used to work there. Did you? Where? Tramps. Oh, my God. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> How old are you? 2007. I'm 34. Okay. Oh, you're a lot younger than me. Yes, yeah, so I'm 48. So I, mean, I was going there when <laughs> Soul Train, Lineker's, Bobby's, Busby's. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, five of us went. We flew from Bristol. 
Right. You know, it's one of those where it's like, oh, it's a package holiday that's yeah. about 15 quid. So you're like, <laughs> fly, we're flying out of Bristol at 4.30 in the morning on Tuesday. Um, so we flew out. It, I, I, I wish video phones, I'm, I, slash, I wish, slash, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, exist. yeah, yeah. Um, so there was, we flew out. The people behind us were the same people on the way back. They were in the same resort. It was these four blokes from Bristol who... I remember them all being called Simon, but I, they definitely weren't. But yeah. every anecdote they told started with, oh, he's fucking pissed up. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's, oh he's, so he's fucking pissed up. On the way back, none of them had eyebrows. Because <laughs> at some point during the week, they'd all fallen asleep. One night, I don't know how this must have happened then. Must have been a camcorder, but... One of them had fallen asleep and they had got a dog to lick its bollocks. They had shown in the TV in the, like, resort bar. Um, they, yeah, they came back. They are all bright red with, like, white lines there where their um, eyebrows, uh, eyebrows had been. So it was me, four mates. We would have been 18. So I think this would have been about 1992. Um, went out. When we arrived, I mean, it was literally like the in-betweeners. Yeah, so when we got yeah. to the resort, they got taken up to our room. There was a pissed up bloke asleep on the like doorstep of our accommodation. Yeah. Just like, you know, when they go to that shit hotel. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, good luck whoever's staying there, lads. It was like, <laughs> this is cockroaches <laughs> everywhere. Because um, it is the classic, isn't it, when the coach is dropping everyone off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, it's no, a bit, you're just but, waiting going. And, and there's, but it actually gets to a point, I've been on holiday before, where... It pulls up and goes, right, you lot. And everyone goes, ah! <laughs> 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 and you've got to get off. And, uh, this is us. Um, so uh, we went to a, uh, there's no way around this. We went to a live sex show. Right, okay. Uh, we were out and then there was someone like, oh, you want to go to the room at 18? Like, yeah, let's go see that. <laughs> so we had this live sex show. And um, how it was, was um, it was kind of like a little play where this guy was in hospital and he's come round and has obviously never seen a naked woman before. Proper theatre, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> the nurse comes in and he's sort of like looking at himself and looking at her like, why are you different? And then anyway, they end, they end up boning. <laughs> Such an unnecessary narrative. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love, you're walking around going, the arc of that was just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the acting. The acting was really quite something. I mean, the mood, the lighting... The production was sensational. <laughs> it was sort of in the round as well. I mean, it really was like under the globe, uh, a grotty globe. Um, and uh, anyway, so we saw this live sex show. He ends up sort of like uh, having sex with the, the nurse. And a couple of days later, we saw the guy. Oh, really? Out yeah. and about. Um, so you just like, oh my god, she's 18. Just yeah. Like, Fuck it, that was the bloke from the live sex show. <laughs> and you know, like in Spain, they're called Shaggy Jiggy Jiggy. This is oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jiggy Jiggy is always on this bloke. Like, hey, hey, Jiggy Jiggy. <laughs> and he fucking started chasing us. You <laughs> 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 sort of legging it through this complex and this sort of like guy and I knew what he was packing as well I'd seen this like uh, sort of swarthy Spanish sort of sex god just fucking chasing us through the resort and I had a red uh, Ralph Lauren jumper that I had bought from the Harvey Nichols sale uh, which was like my new kind of jumper which I had on and we had to jump over this fence and I got it caught on caught on the thing and it tore tore down tore down my arm. Yeah, so that's probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me at all of it. Why did he chase you though? I don't understand why. Well, because we just thought, yeah, yeah. I probably didn't want his cover blown. Yeah. He's out. If, if you can't live the life of a live sex performer, yeah, yeah. I mean you've taken on you've got to expect a bit of 
I suppose. I don't know. Probably thought he's a cheeky little shit. You yeah. Know? So was that about ninety two then? I think nineteen ninety two. You like it was a long time ago. So you like thirty year, thirty one years ago. Because I would say, I am old as shit. I want to be your age. Why? You think that was a good time. I, yeah, I the nineties. Really, I really think that. I was. Yeah. I was saying this to someone the other day. I think like that sort of nineties. You probably lived in the peak. You've been like a young adult in the peak of human existence. I re- yeah. I really think that. I think for my experience, I would have liked to have just been maybe two or three years older. I never got to go to the Hacienda. I would have loved to. There was just a couple uh, of things. Just... So, like, when clubs were, when, you know, sort of acid house, I was just that little bit too young to go. Yeah. Like, I remember once going, four of us went in the car to, was it called Gold? It was called Gold something. Can you look this up? In Swindon. Was it called Gold Diggers or? It was like a club. Yeah. So we drove down there, probably 91. And uh, I didn't get let in. So my three mates oh, went no. in and I had to just basically sit out. I ended up palling up with another guy who had also not got in. And me yeah. and just sort of walked around Swindon while everyone else went. And t- it, just, it, just, it just seems like one of them, one of them like, you know, everything was like analogue. I think it was called Gold Diggers. Do you know what I mean? Everything's like... Oh, mate, it was a great time, you know. Because you think like when it gets to like, even when like, you know, you've got like the uh, Britpop era and all yeah, that. Yeah, oh, 1995, I think that was the year. That's what I mean. Me. And there was that bit on that Oasis documentary that we talked about. That was, that was the last... Before the internet, pre phone. Yeah. yeah, that was the last. It was amazing. I went to Nebworth and I went. I went back. So I went in ninety five. Yeah, and then ninety six. Sorry, and then I went back. Um, was it ninety five or ninety six? Nebworth. I'm going to say ninety six, but no, look at that. Was all of this? It was gold diggers as well in Chippingham. Gold diggers. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So we drove down there in the car. No, then, not you, mate. Um, I feel. I feel like it was ninety six Nebworth. Whatever it was, I went to the original one, yeah. and then I went back when he did it last year solo, and it was. Oh, mate, it was not the same. That's what I mean. You can't. You can't. Any of that stuff. Like the any like sort of anything new that's happened at the moment. Yeah. Like, a, like the digital revolution. It's not as exciting, is it? No, it's no, not no. As like it's not. It's not. F- it's good. It's you used to buy tickets, so you'd buy like a, a, in the NME, which was used to buy. I'd buy. It used to come out on. It used to come out every Wednesday, but. Um, I was sort of, I'd moved up to London as soon as I could. I was so into music. So I just, you know, grew up in Winchester. And as soon as I was old enough, I just moved to London to go out clubbing. And um, Enemy used to come out uh, Wednesday, but at King's Cross Station, they'd always have it on the Tuesday. Yeah. And just like, you'd have the gig section in the back and then you'd be able to go and sort of buy coach. And I went over to see like uh, uh, Oasis in like Paris. Did you know at the time it was a moment? It was a thing, or was it just your, your life and you were just doing it? Do you know what I mean? Because I, I, I often think this. I think my age I am now, I don't think I'll look back on my early 20s or think, think that, oh, that was the, that that was was the time. I think, do you know what I mean? Other than maybe the late 60s, mm. possibly a year when punk happened, yeah. I think I had, the, yeah. Like 1995, I used to go to a place called, uh, well, Turnmills, which I don't yeah. know, it's, it's not it's shut down now, but the, the Heavenly Social used to be a night that was on there, which was run by Heavenly Records. So the Chemical Brothers used to be like the resident DJs, yeah, yeah. and it, it, I mean See, that that is that 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 is that amazing to me. I just like, when I talk about here, you know, going to like phone boxes and hearing where the rave is. Oh man, like, I did oh, all of that. Oh, going to Sainsbury's so you, car parks and driving yeah. around looking for. And also where I live, because it's sort of countryside, so you'd have quite often illegal raves happening in the fields. We'd find them by accident. We'd be on the way home from the pub, and there'd be a roadblock, and they'd be like, "And you go, we live live here," and you'd sort of. That is amazing. Yeah. So what happens now? It's nothing. It's boring, isn't it? Like, it's just... I think that sort of stuff has come yeah. back a little bit, those yeah. sort of illegal well, raids, but well, not yeah, like... Not, it's not like... You know exactly what's happening because everyone fucking tells you on their social media. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like, yeah, There's not... nothing's a secret nowadays, you know what I mean? It's like... It's, but that's, I, 
that is what the era I'd like to go to. You could go to any point in history. Yeah. I'd go back to a point where I was even alive, but just be a little bit older. I'd like to have been at Woodstock. Yeah. And I'd like to have gone to the Stonehenge Fest Free Festival before that stopped in 1985. Yeah. That was like, you yeah. know, lawless kind of. Yeah. yeah. So that is that is the, that is the say. But I got to do some. House yeah, I definitely raves. got some good shit in. Yeah, definitely. Like is, that, is there a memorable? I mean, we, rave. Moment. Well, they used to have um, a rave, and again, you could look this up. It's, it always these things sound made up. So Basingstoke, yeah. there was a um, I don't know what, what what you would call it that, but it was a mental institution called Park Pruitt, right? And um, they used to have raves in the sports hall there. What, while it was still a function? Yeah, so you'd be queuing out and the <laughs> inmates would be walking around in their pyjamas. I am not making this up. Uh, Carl Cox would DJ there. That's mental. Google Evolution <laughs> Park Pruitt, uh, Basingstoke. Um, the first one I went to, the first rave I went to, which I think was 1991, was called the Big Banana Party. I can yeah. remember the flyer was like in the shape of a banana. And I think it was Colin Favor from Kiss FM DJing. And yeah, it was just like a sports hall. That was the sort of. Yeah. Um, I do think though there'd be, a, there'd be a problem if you was off your face on ecstasy. You might get confused. For well, that was a, a patient. That was the, people were queuing up, coming up, coming up on pills, and there were people walking around in like dressing gowns, kind of you know making bird noises and stuff like this. But it's things like this one, one's escaped. No, man, I just took a dove. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dennis the menace. They end, they end up in there for like years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you found it? Yeah, it was uh, 91. 91. The big banana party. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a flyer? Who was it? Was it Colin Favor? I'm trying to find the flyer. It was. It might have been Carl Cox, actually. Groove Rider. Groove Rider. Groove Rider. Yeah, Carl Cox was there. See that. Mate. Heyday. And that... The Three Decked Wizard. The Three Decked Wizard. Oh, yeah. That's what I met him at bloody uh, Gatwick a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Like, the weird thing was, I'd been having a kind of a bit of a nostalgia sort of thing. So I'd sort of like, I'd just been listening to kind of, you know, like, oh, I remember. That was a thing back in the day. You know, it was tapes. Yeah. So you'd have like a tape that no one else had. Now they're all, you know, I could listen to pretty much every tape that anyone had yeah. when I was like 16. Yeah. You can find now on like Mixcloud. I know this, right? Because my dad was a bit of a raver. Was he? How old's your dad? My dad's, he's 60 this year. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he he had a tape. Yeah, I remember having a tape. Do you know what I mean? And I like I borrowed the tape. But like it was like retro when I had it. I mean like proper old. Get properly like, like it was a there was power yeah there was to the it. tape yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, unknown right, DJ. You can have a copy, but don't give a copy to anyone else. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the thing. Yeah. It's like all right, I'll give you a copy of that if you let me. And it was kind of and then all, it yeah. would slowly and that, then the copies would get worse and yeah. worse and someone would have this sort of like. It was that or porn videos? Well, well, yeah. Who's who's got that video? <laughs> Who's got a video? And it's like, I got it. And someone someone would pretend and it'd just go missing. I miss that. Yeah, I miss that. There was a real, you know, just that whole kind of thing of like having to find out what tunes were. Yeah. So you'd hear a tune on a tape. Yeah. You just, the, the, you, and then you'd go, oh, that, that tune. And then you'd eventually find out what it was and buy it and kind yeah. of... You know, I used to come up to London and go to sort of places like uh, Black Market Records and sort yeah. of... Um, Chockey's tunes and all these sort of things and you go like oh my god I found out what that record is and then I've, fa- I've found it and then you yeah. go you know and I uh, think that's it and I think that's why I, as, as I was saying like, when I look back on like you know I was like going out started going out in 2005 yeah it was rubbish <laughs> it's not like I don't look back and I go oh whenever you spoke but I didn't get to go to the you know sort of like so my kind of experience of that was was going to these kind of like you know so I went to a lot of outdoor things like tribal gathering and yeah. you know where it'd be like four big tops and kind of 
Yeah. You, you know, and I went to a lot of illegal raves. That was sort of, I, I yeah. went to a lot of that. So there'd be like the new age travellers. Do you remember that kind nah. of thing? So it was like the peace convoy. So they all lived in like buses and, you know, dreadlocks and kind of. Yeah. Um, and, and they would do these free festivals every week. They'd move somewhere else and, and they'd have like a rave tent. And, and so I went to a lot of those sort of things. And I went to a lot of like raves and kind of sports centres. But was just that little bit too young to get into the, the good yeah, clubs. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was 16 in 1990 and looked 12. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, but I still know you're still there. You know. Oh yeah, you, was, get, uh, you know what it was about. Yeah. So. yeah oh god, yeah. I got to yeah. go to some. I, I, it was it was amazing. Yeah. That's class. Right. Next question. Okay. Have you ever shit yourself? <laughs> now, <laughs> I think this is. Has anyone not shat themselves? <laughs> I think the question should be: Are you prepared to talk about a time when you <laughs> shat yourself? Is there anyone at this stage that has? I mean, Lucas, have you ever shat yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Have you ever shat yourself? Yes, and that's not, that's the point of this question. Is there that... are people that there are only people that have shat themselves. The distinction is there are <laughs> who are prepared to talk about when they shat themselves. Should I rephrase it then? <laughs> don't, no, no, no. I don't want to tell you how to run your podcast, mate. But um, I, I actually, I mean, I've shat myself numerous times, but I did, I did once shit myself in Tenerife. Oh, again, uh, there we go, there you go. Just to bring it back to Tenerife. Yeah. So um, that's the arc. This was this was my second. I went there two two consecutive years. The second time we went back, never. I, shat, I was getting chased by by a live sex show. <laughs> <laughs> that red uh, Ralph Red jumper is now a shade of autumn brown. But um, no, we went out um, one morning after a particularly heavy night, and we were walking down, and it was me, uh, um, my mates Troy and Belly, and uh, we were sort of walking to go down to the beach for the day, and it just. It was just one of those. It wasn't an even like, have I? <laughs> I just kind of like walking down, just sort of let out what I thought was just a harmless and filled my swimming trunks. And then I was just like, I was like, I need to get. It wasn't even like I had boxer shorts and jeans on. This is like, I am. <laughs> I am right there. Do, do you know what I mean? This is... So I just turned... I just stopped as I was walking and turned around. I used to run a bar, actually. This is this this was at that time. So this must have been... Um, when or was I was working in a bar anyway? And so as we were walking down, I just stopped, about turned, and started walking up and I went, where are you going? I said, oh, I said I'd send a postcard to the people at work and I've forgotten the address. And they're like, What? I should have just turned around and gone, guys, I've shat myself. I need to get back quickly. But I was just like, uh, uh, I said I'd send a postcard. And I, I forgot it's to bring it. You're where your brain goes to at that moment. And then just sort of like, just sort of waddling up the hill, clenching my buttocks, just desperately trying to, I mean, as soon as that registers, I think I managed. Luckily, we hadn't gone too far from where we were staying. There was these guys from Leeds on that holiday that were staying in the, in the room next to us. Did they have Tony and Raoul. They were... Every morning, I'd look forward to going out on a balcony to just hear what had happened. Yeah. Every night, they're going, oh, we've got our... So they, they'd always end their anecdotes with, it's a fucking great night. But everything that had happened up until the point they said that was utterly horrific. So I <laughs> got thrown out of a club, got beaten up, lost my wallet. What a night. What a night. Just like, you know, I'd be looking for flights home if I'd have had half of what had happened on their first yeah. night. But they're just like, oh, mate. But what? you know one of them ones where it was like chaos? It was quite sensible, you lot then, was it? like Compared to them? Yeah. No, 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 no. We weren't... Um... 
I, I do love the chaos, though. I well, do. actually, that time, so there was it was a very much a holiday of two halves. One of us, he just uh, split up with his girlfriend and was heartbroken. Right. And then me and me and my other mate were just up for a laugh. So it was just kind of like, yeah. Oh no, no, no! Hold on a second. I just split up with my girlfriend. He was in the th- the new throes of love. And so we're just constantly like, oh, what am I going to get a present to take home? I'm like wanting to just go out and drink away this kind of yeah. breakup. So um, it became three's an odd number to go on holiday with. Do you know? Like, yeah, it yeah, it is. A two and one. Yeah, and usually what, there's one person who gets a bit left out. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, oh, there's like, there's. But by his own, he's yeah. just like, oh, no, I'm yeah. just going to have an early night. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think he'd probably booked the holiday before he got into the relationship and then didn't really want to be there, do you know? Yeah. But um, I'm still a good mate to this day. I'm sorry, I, I, I should apologise. I do this slurping and taper of breath. Have you noticed it at all? <laughs> I haven't noticed it. Have you? <laughs> no. Because um, on my podcast, our patrons, well, one of our patrons kindly pointed it out and then the floodgates opened. So I mentioned it on the podcast. And some people were like, it doesn't annoy me. Some people were like, yeah. You like I was saying, I've got to be conscious of, I was saying it before when I, when Tom's telling the story, I go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, 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 in anticipation. <laughs> it's horrible listening back to yourself. I'm like a dog who's about to get fed. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's horrible. I have to, I have to edit this thing. I'm like, Argh. I hate listening to it. But no, I, the first I, time we went, there was five of us, um, and it was just like it was. It was I'd never flown before. Yeah. You know, I'd never. It was like this is a real kind of rites of passage. Like, yeah. oh my god, we're abroad. This is like amazing. And then the second time, it just wasn't quite as. Um, the, the last stag do I went on. It was like, because when oh, do you know, I mean, you're the, you know, there's the, the, you know, there's the the bad group on the plane, the stag do like fucking yeah. hell, that is a bit. We are, we were them. All right, yeah. but I don't. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I get quite sort of like I don't really like walking around in big groups. Yes, I get a bit like this is. But it was it was to the point where they, they was warning they were going to have to land the plane. And it was like, this is getting, this is getting... It's horrible being on the plane when you... I don't know if I've ever been that group. I mean, I've been on quite a few overseas stag do's. I mean, a couple where I've come back, like, literally depressed. Kind of like, oh, man, I don't want to ever... Yeah. Um, but, um... Well, I went, I went on the stag do... Where, where where, would you sort of go? Marbella? Usually Ibiza. Yeah. Usually, usually Ibiza, but Magaluf was the worst one. But I remember getting back from that with this horrible... It was not, well, I had kids at the dust... Like, I was still... I, a dad at the time, you know what I mean? It was like, sorry, I did it pre, yes, pre settling down and post settling down. It was still as much carnage. Do you yes. know what I mean? Oh, I thought, I've, not I thought been, I've not me been on one for a long, long time. And overseas, well, actually, I've been one, but like, yeah, kind of, I've not been on one. Yeah, but I remember getting back and uh, I had to go and pick the kids up from school. Like the, 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 I think it was the day I landed. And I remember just being in a kid's playground thinking, I shouldn't be around children. <laughs> There's like this is, is like, it just like so I mean with booze or was it kind of just, like other yeah, stuff? Everything. Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like this is flight. Yeah, that is hell, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was re- it was just so grim. Yeah, yeah. Re- really horrible. Like we spoke about it before in the podcast, but my, was with my brother. My brother didn't. We lost my brother. Right. He got either we weren't allowed on the flight back home, so we had that anxiety. We went to so. the wrong airport once in, in, in Budapest. Have you ever been to Budapest? No, I've never been to Budapest. Everyone talks about how amazing it is. I think we didn't see the good bit. I think we just sort of like, I mean, it was not... My experience of Budapest is like, that is not a nice place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were staying above, we were staying in like accommodation above what we nick, nick, nicknamed the hospital bar because everyone in there was missing a limb. It was just like, <laughs> you know, this place is... And they were all drinking this sort of weird thing that was like a pint, which was kind of made up of some sort of wine. Wine. You know, it's like, <laughs> I know that feeling. We're not in the right place. Yeah, yeah. This is what everyone, this is what people said it would be. Yeah, sometimes you just go somewhere and go like, yeah. 
I wish I'd read. I mean, well, you don't do the holiday properly. I feel like oh, man, don't that was do the that. thing. So the first night we got to Budapest, yeah. I, um, um, I, we went right, we went right through. So we got there Friday, stayed up all night. So Saturday we're out, and well, a couple of us did. Some people have gone to bed. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I don't drink anymore because uh, I can't start. I uh, can't stop once I start. So like, but I'd been up all night, maybe with one other person, and we went to this pub, and you know, like we'd sort of split up. And my friend had obviously gone to the toilet and I passed out in this bar. She fell asleep at the table and then woke up not knowing where I was. Oh. And I was living in Brighton at the time. So I just went up to the bar and said, oh, can you order me a taxi to Brunswick Street East? And the bloke behind the bar was like, blum, blum, blum. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's problem. <laughs> so I thought about someone else, excuse me, mate, I'm trying to get a taxi to Brunswick Street East. And then all of a sudden it's sort of like, oh, no, you're in hungry. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Because <laughs> I did, I did uh, Amsterdam a few years ago as well, and I'm not much of a weed smoker. Right, it's not really my my thing. But I thought, you know, when in Rome, yes. when in Amsterdam, but, but sort of sitting, sitting around, and I just ended up getting like really pissed because that's my thing that I like to do. Everyone's sitting around in like coffee shops, and I'm just like, I remember saying, I'm not even chilled out. I'm just bored. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like everyone sitting around just going. Amsterdam Ooh. is a wicked place. It's wicked. Yeah, it's it wicked. like it's good, but yeah, it does sort of feel like whenever you go there, you go like, oh, I should while I'm, you know. Yeah. And it is that, and it is that, you know, when you go down the, the it's just a, like the red light district. You're like, this is, is this, re- this is mental. Particularly if you have been partaking in the, uh, yeah. Yeah, but let's say when you see people, people, shady people going in and out, you're like, it's just that like, I couldn't stop walking past. It was just like intrigued by the whole. It feels wrong though, it does, looking, doesn't, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, are you okay with this? It's just but fun. yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I've had some funny trips over there as yeah. well. A friend of mine used to work for Nike and their uh, head, European headquarters is in Amsterdam. Yeah. So she got to stay with him while he was working out there, which was just amazing. So like going, we went, I went to the best party I've ever been to in Amsterdam in, oh, really? a, in, a, in a TV studio just on the outskirt. It was absolutely unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, think, I don't think I did it properly. I think I was overwhelmed when I first met. I've only been once. Yeah. It is like overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah. It's great. It's, I've been there a lot, actually. I'm going to go back. Yeah. I think I am. We used to go, but me and a group of mates used to go and see like a band once a year in a European city. So we've been Berlin a few times, Amsterdam. Barcelona, um, so yeah. we'd like go and usually be either Noel or Liam Gallagher, or kind of yeah. So you'd like just fly over somewhere, make a weekend of it. Oh, wicked! It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I tell you what, I've always sort of with that. I've done it quite a lot over the years because you get to see bands that you like that you'd normally see in arenas over here. You can go and see them in like a two thousand seat. Yeah, yeah. And actually, once you factored everything in, you go like, it probably doesn't actually cost that much more to fly to. No. You know, if you're going to go to Manchester for the weekend, for example, you're going to have to pay for the train fare. You're going to have to pay for the hotel. You'd just as well fly to Barcelona and go somewhere yeah. amazing. The city break is... Yeah. Yeah. So we saw, yeah, we saw Liam Gallagher in Barcelona. That was the last one we did, actually. And then I was walking down the street, saw Bonehead walking down. and Yeah. Uh, so you've uh, knocked the drinking on the head? Yeah. Two years. Two years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Touched, touched the drink? I haven't had a drink for oh, yeah, over though. two years now, yeah. Oh, nice one. Yeah, because I'm similar like that. Yeah. Start, start can't yeah, stop. No, it's bad, isn't it? <laughs> it is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's good, but uh, holiday, that's the thing, that's the holidays that do me, though. I was saying to myself, because oh, I've done, I went for like six months without drinking. Oh, did you? I felt really good, but then you put them little things in your head, and go, oh, what am I going to do when I go on holiday? Yeah, well, that's you know the last time, because I've done it a couple of times where I stopped, and then the last time I, I actually went to New York, and I was like, I'm going to just drink while I'm in New York and stop when I get back in yeah. there. <laughs> and then I came back and then it's like, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I do know the feeling, though. Right, what was the other one we're going to do? Uh, what's the worst thing you've done for money? Now, I had a job uh, working for, it was a summer, 
and uh, just saw in the job centre an advert for someone to do sales for a pest control company, and it was a two-month contract. And so I was like, I'd done a bit, I'd done quite a lot of sales, actually, like double glazing sales yeah. and kind of worked in a lot of call centres. So anyway, so I phoned this guy up, went out, and and, and, and got this job working for Kestrel Pest Control, um, which got I got a van. Right. Got the pest control. <laughs> <like a laughs> purple uh, pest control. How do you sell pest control? Well, here's the th- here's the thing. <laughs> you need a pest first. Um, <laughs> so supply and demand, create create demand. <laughs> well, what what my what my role was uh, was to sell bird proofing, which was basically going around towns in the south coast. So every day I'd go to a different town and basically look for buildings that had bird <laughs> shit. Just one of them jobs, though. Like the ladies love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn it, turn it off in a different town in my fucking kestrel pest control van. Oh, ladies. There's that bird-proofing yeah. guy. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I just basically go to a town and walk around looking for buildings which had shit on them. <laughs> and then go in and say, uh, I notice you've got a lot of bird shit on your building. This guy's good. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I'll tell you what. You say this guy's good. I've got so much work that they fucking got rid of me after two weeks. They said, we've got more work that we can keep up with. So so then I had to, um, so then they said, oh, look, it was a two-month contract. So they said, what you can do, we, we've got, like, you've done such a good job. I mean, this sounds like I'm bragging here. I was literally driving around looking for buildings with bird shit on them. So it's not like, I was so, I found so many shitty buildings that after after two weeks, I said, I don't need me anymore. No, it's been a slow week. I'm not, I'm not really seeing much bird shit. <laughs> but but they, they said, oh, if you want to, we'll keep you on and you can just go out and help the guys doing the, the pest control. Yeah. And the first job we had was a cockroach infestation in Southampton, right? In this place. Now, I'm a Southampton fan, and yeah. it was on Bedford Place, which is right near where the old Dell used to be. Right. So it was like where you drink before the games, where you'd yeah. eat all the chippies and stuff. So I'm going in this place, and I'm like, fucking I've probably eaten in here before. Uh... And when I say a cockroach infestation, we went in the kitchen, and there was like sort of, I mean, it was just, the place was an absolute dump. Yeah. And it had like plywood. And when you pulled it back... It was like something out of Indiana Jones. The wall was just moving oh. with cockroach. Like it was just. A... And where was this? In a, in a. In like a calf. Like a calf. Yeah. Oh, it, a function. It was. It was working. It was oh, open. Oh um, and then they basically. Uh, so we went in. The guy who owned it ended up getting struck down with angina because of the stress of this guy. Like he got shut down. The the yeah. the, the, the the you know the health authorities yeah. shut him down, and we had to go in to get rid of it to get it back up to an acceptable level where it would reopen. That was just the tip of the iceberg. Then up in the flat upstairs, there was basically... Um, I mean, it, it, it's horrible to talk about, but there was like... Basically, there was a guy living upstairs. There was blood on the cup. So he went in. Yeah. This guy had been shitting in the bath. It was just full of, like, <laughs> em- empty vodka bottles. I mean, I feel mean talking about it, because it was just like... It was It was not what you should have above a, a, a calf. A calf. In a, in, you should have it anywhere, really. <laughs> So there was blood on the carpet, so we had to go up with the owner of the cafe. Who I won't name. Uh, I can't. But I mean, this was this was 1997. There's, I, there's no way he's still alive. No. But still, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. Yeah. But um, so we went in, and there was like a big blood patch on the carpet. He goes, "Oh yeah, um, the last uh, the last tenant basically used to have these uh, sex parties up here." <laughs> and he, and one of them got, one of them got out of hand, and he got killed. <laughs> Because we've had a, yeah, because we've had a spot of bad luck with our tenants. I'm like, that's the first time I wrote a murder referred to as a spot of bad luck. 
Yeah, so, I, so that was oh, one, that was one day, when we walked into the flat. When we walked into the flat, the smell of it, it made I, I was sick. Like I just walked in, went. Yeah. <laughs> that's had. I was just like, man, I can't. This isn't. Yeah. This isn't for me. So um, yeah. You're quite a germaphobe as well. Aren't you? Oh, massive germaphobe. Was it before before that? Was that like, do you reckon that's what caused it? I think. I mean, I don't want to go too far into the psychology, yeah. but I think my mum is a massive germaphobe and I inherited it from her. Oh, right. But, well, um, what I'm saying, like, how could you do that job? Yeah. Like, well, no, I couldn't, as it turns you, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went home and, like, quite stripped off, like, on the doorstep of my house. I'm not taking any of these clothes in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge germaphobe. Yeah, like uh, Howard Hughes. I'm, that's what my mum used to call me. Yeah, Howard Hughes. Yeah. So, wait, that, that was it then? You said, I'm not doing this job. I didn't used to, like, touch light. Switches and stuff like that. I just got to do it on my elbow. I get that, and I get the. I, I like them them uh, bar, toilet doors now. I got the foot thing. Is in that? No. You can open. You can. You can, you can, you can oh, mate, I can't. Like I can't. Let, in this day and age, having after you've been to the toilet and washed your hands, any doors that you have to then pull open, it's like I don't. What I've yeah. just washed my hands and I'm now touching the dirtiest thing yeah. that I am likely to touch. Yeah. You know, but I saw it, I saw it in a, in, a, in a pub toilet. I thought it was genius. You literally like a handle, yeah. The bottom, open, open it with your Incredible. Foot. When did you see that? Uh, I just in a pub. I can't remember. Oh, I remember just, but I, uh, but I had to use facilities in a pub last night. Did you? Yeah. I went yeah. To a gig and it was like it's grim. That, that is. If I ever get caught short out in town, I'll always look for a fancy hotel. Yeah. Well, because London, it's like hard, isn't it? It's yeah, like yeah. Hard to. What do you do? What do you do? do you know I, mean? I was thinking, like, you know, I was thinking like inventions, right? Some sort of tablet that makes you like not need a shit. It can just sort of dissolve, or you sweat it out, or something. Because when you get caught out in them situations, like every toilet is like the the train spotting yeah, yeah, yeah. toilet. Do you know what I mean? It's like it, it feels like that. Man, yeah, no, Glastonbury toilets. Someone was talking about something the other day that made them not go to the toilet for like days on end. I was like, well, you surely eat that before you go to Glastonbury. Yeah, well, I, I, I had it recently. Where I, I overdosed on Imodium. Did you? So I've gone, it's... It's gone the other way. It's gone, it's gone the other way. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I figured, but the thing is, though, when you're... When you're you must have like you're standing on stage. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're worried about shitting yourself in a normal situation, yeah. it's pretty stressful. Yeah. You've got 50 people looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that, that, Let's see what happens. That's, I mean. Yeah, that's never happened to me. I've, I always find if I ever need to go to the toilet before I go on stage, as soon as I go on stage, that disappears. Like, I don't yeah. know if it's the adrenaline or whatever, but... Yeah, so that, that was, it was it was so intense. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man <laughs> right I think we'll wrap it up anyway cool yeah alright yeah man good to have you on good yeah, thanks for having me make sure everyone listens to uh... what's upset you now what's where am I going down there yeah what's upset you now the good stuff is the Patreon so yeah there you go and uh yeah, I was on it. Listen to my episode. His episode is excellent. There you go. So you just said, got, got that twice now. You said that. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the clip, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Right. Thanks, thanks for having me. Nice one. Cheers, mate.